Yo, yo, here with Taylor in the laundry room. Laundry room. It feels good to be back in the laundry room. Mm, it's always warmer in here. Yeah, it is. Uh, no, it's not, because I was in the, uh, what is it, um, why am I drawing a blank, Red Mountain Radio mm. studio, and it was hot. This is the whole air vent thing and thermostat deal, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. But, yeah, man, so we were talking not too long ago. You're like, hey, I want to jump on because I went to India, and it was cool. Yeah, this was not a scenario where you walked up to me and was like, hey, man, I just think you're really interesting, <laughs> and you probably have some really good things to say, so I want you to be you know, I want you to be a part of my, my podcast. It was more like. Hey, DJ, I want you to think enough of me as a person <laughs> to let me be on your podcast. Oh, you actually said that. Pretty much verbatim. And then I said, okay, convince me. <laughs> yep. Um, and it just so happened we had 30 minutes or so yeah. um, to make it happen. So. so let's make it happen. But yeah. seriously, like, I'm interested in your trip to India. I yeah. have been for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, um, actually, I don't think I've said anything about my whole mindfulness kick and then meditation practice that I've done, the yoga that I was initially forced to do by Coach Nev, <laughs> who has been on uh, back in the back in the, but uh, then learned to love, and I'm looking at getting back into it, like seriously, seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about India. Yeah. Um, and we'll go. I mean, we'll go way back, basically. Because, I mean, I haven't been practicing yoga for a super long time, maybe about three years, yeah. three and a half years. Um, and my first class was at Lifetime Fitness over here in Birmingham, mm -hmm. and it was with Jennifer Leahy, I think. And I just remember taking the class and, like, sitting back on my yoga mat and just, like, like this is just my jam. Like, I don't know why yeah. or, like, what the deal is, but, like, I'm just into this for some reason, you know. Um, and I really think like at that point in that moment, there was this little seed planted that kind of turned into, you know, me going to India to, right. s to study more about it, to learn more about it. Cause really at that point moving forward, you know, just little things you come across like on Netflix, YouTube, uh, books you come across to read. They're just, there kept being instances of me like wanting to learn more about yoga, finding things right. to, you know, watch, listen to, read that kept pointing me in that direction of like, if you want, you know, if you want to have an experience, like if you want to learn more about this, you, you need to go, like you need to go to the source. Um, so, I mean, I guess fast forward all the way until, you know, really May of, um, of last year. So May of 2017 and I was living in Sarasota, Florida at the time. Right. And, um, it was actually really funny, you know, I'd probably talked to a few people just like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about like actually going to India, thinking about doing it. And I had some neighbors down there and they were like, like pretty aggressive people. Like, <laughs> like we had a lot of times like sitting by the pool, like late night, yeah. you know, times sitting by the pool and stuff. And there was one of those late night times. And I was like, yeah, I just, I think I want to go. And they were like, well, why don't you just go? Like, why are you, you know, like just go. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like okay you know like that was kind of like the kick That's in the butt awesome. you know and yeah. um literally i think it was it was probably the next day i just got online i did a little research i picked out a school 
right. you know, um, I bought a ticket. Like mm-hmm. I bought my airfare. Um, I put down, you know, whatever it was for the deposit for the school, pick some dates and it's like, okay, I'm going <laughs> like, you know, here it is. Awesome. And then, you know, you go through all the process of finding your visa and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But, um, so yeah, anyway, I mean, you know, you had that moment of realization. You sit on the plane. It's like, okay. I'm going to India. <laughs> yeah. And I don't <laughs> really know, you know. And, like, <laughs> it was interesting because throughout that those months, you know, those, uh-huh. I don't know, six, I went in November. So however many months that is between May and November, um, I didn't really have that much communication with the school over there. Right. It's kind of like they were literally like, yeah, I mean, everything will basically be, you know, taken care of once you get here and all this kind of stuff. And I was like. All right, so I'm just going to get there and then just, like, you know, let all hell break loose, I guess. So um, so it was literally, like, going with not a ton of information. I didn't right. go with anybody. You know, I didn't know anybody. I wasn't, you know, I didn't message anybody that I knew that I was going to meet over there. It was just like, okay, just go and you're going to figure it out, basically. Um, and, you know, I f- you fly into Delhi and it's, like, crazy. Yeah. I mean, Delhi's, like, one yeah. of the most populated cities on the planet. India's got 1.3 billion people, you know, so there's people everywhere. It's like polluted, like you would right. not believe. You fly in at like three a.m. and there's just like all these people. You gotta find a, like a cab and all this kind of stuff. And it's all these people. I mean, it's crazy. And uh, you know, all in, all in the in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm here on this like quasi spiritual <laughs> quest, you know, like. And it's just all this madness. So it's really disorient disorientating. And um, anyway, you finally, you know, we had this like eight hour eight, eight hour trip up to the mountains where um, it's in Rishikesh where the school was and um you know i had i got on the back of this scooter Mm. with one of the kids that like helps facilitate the yoga school and like go over this walking bridge that goes across the ganges river that's cool they pronounce it the the ganga the ganges um and it was just like okay you're here you know they they gave me some tea they sat me down or whatever and then i mean after that they showed me where i was staying and it was like okay you're here and it was just on from there pretty much um but you know like as far as why i went i mean and what i wanted to take from it um i actually think i kind of knew going in that no matter what i thought i was going to experience or what i thought i was going to learn i probably would take things away from it that would not was not going to be that stuff you know like i wasn't going to be able to think about how it was going to be like before i went there because it was just so like different (laughs) so foreign so not like here right um, which is exactly what I wanted. Um, but I think I'll just talk about like maybe some of the craziest stories. Yeah. No, and then cool. you can probably love crazy. Kind, of, like, kind of go off some questions off of that. Um, but like, you know, on top of just the, how the scenery is over there, cows walking around, there's monkeys jumping across trees and like stealing your bananas. If you right. like, if you walk down the street with a monkey, a monkey will, I mean, I, if you walk down the street with a banana, a monkey will come and just grab it from you <laughs> and run off. <laughs> There's like wild packs of dogs, um, sounds like, you know, crazy smells and everything. Um, so that was all, that was all crazy. But there's this one, uh, there's this one night, this one like conversation that I probably remember the most. And of course we'll get off right into like the serious stuff here basically. But, um, we were sitting around and like, we had this, you know, the leader of our school or whatever, his name was Javasu, like back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, that would have been our, our guru, you yeah. know, but it's kind of, I guess, like any other thing, things kind of progress and, like, right. they maintain some traditions, but um, a lot of 
people who practice yoga are like from that lineage they don't really they don't really believe in right. finding a guru and like devoting yourself to another person necessarily so it's a little bit different nowadays but um we were it felt like the conversation was like kind of touching around like this one thing that everybody actually kind of wanted to talk about right. which was death right it was like okay seriously like what happens when you die you know <laughs> like like we do all, we did some meditations and like some different things about you know i mean i guess death and like dying right. and energies and things like that um and finally we had this conversation and he was just like okay and then you know basically i'll like tell you and you don't have to take anything from this it was just like he was just like you know this is kind of with my experience this right. is how it how it goes and it was like basically when you die you have this moment of you know you kind of ascend the conscious ladder right. um to this point of like pure a blissful state or whatever um if you have you know devoted enough time and like energy and whatever and you've gotten to the point where you're like kind of almost there anyway right. just in this life you can you can hang out there like you can basically just like operate within that space right. of like blissful peace or whatever timelessness or something and um like if you don't then you just kind of dip back out of it right and then you just kind of get put right back into the cycle you know like kind of the karmic cycle yeah. so you kind of get put into your next life right. basically um and it, i was just like you know because it's kind of interesting i mean you know no matter what your faith is or whatever you think is like that's probably the one question that it everything arises. is spurned off of yeah. you know because of all the things we think we know about life that is the one thing that we actually do know <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. like we're gonna die yeah. no question about yeah. it but we like we kind of avoid it's such a taboo kind of topic you know like death <laughs> like you said the only answer we know we avoid it yeah it's the one thing yes yeah, the one thing about life we know for sure is that we're gonna die and that's probably the thing we spend the least amount of time thinking yep. about, talking about, discussing, whatever. Um, and so I just thought that was, like, so cool, I guess, to have that much of, like, time and energy spent on on that topic. Because right. it was, it's something I think a lot about, you know, in that context of, like, why don't we, like, study this more? Why don't we explore this more, you know? Um but then, you know, we got off into all kind of different stuff off of that, like your karmic bundle. So what is really like your karma? You know, and it's things from your past lives, you know, carrying into this life and things from your past life that you might need to like work through in this life. Like maybe that's why you're born in the situation that you're born in. Or maybe that's you know, why certain situations arise in your life at different points. So you can work through some things that you didn't work through in your past lives or whatever. And so then like, well, when I like punch somebody, I run into the edge of the cot yeah bang machine it's, it's, it's exactly immediate right. i yeah. get quick payback yeah i don't know i don't know what the deal is with like quick karma i don't we didn't really because what <laughs> i my life <laughs> well you know what it probably means i would you know what i would take from that is that you have everything pretty cleared out and settled so when something happens and you need like a karmic rebound it just happens <laughs> right like, there and you take care of it and you move on that's probably the best way to go about it oh yeah um, i don't have to look over my bag you know yeah if i smack somebody i know it's like Walk, turn, bow. Yeah. Back at me. You yeah. don't have to spend a bunch of time doing like past life regression meditations and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was like one of the most interesting nights I think I had. 
and I don't know if that like sparks any like questions on your part or anything, or if there's anything else you wanted to. Um, um, I mean, yeah. More the physical stuff of yoga or breathing or. No, I like. I, I mean, I've like just listening to what you said. It sounds like a great experience and having that opportunity. I see it as an opportunity, hmm. you know, to sit down with some people and, and discuss death. Um, because you know, ultimately, it's gonna happen, you know, and lot of the readings that I've done is that we're so far removed from death like we don't even mostly here prepare our dead like that we care for for whatever afterlife we believe they're gonna yeah. they're gonna face like we don't even touch the body we right. call 911 and they come yeah. get it you know um, and, and just the whole preparation part has been taken out yeah. where it's like used to like everything would take place in the home Mm-hmm. Um, so even just that removal and then the stigma that's around, you know, the dead and death and the fears that arise from ultimately not discussing it, not being exposed mm-hmm. to it. Um, that's what I find interesting as far as being, you get an opportunity to actually in that setting, sit down and, and, and discuss it. Yeah. And, I mean, attack it essentially. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that's really ultimately... I mean, in a really broad sense, like what I took from the experience was like, okay, I had 30 days. Yeah. It was a four-week training. You know, I had 30 days of not focusing on anything else hmm. except for like the systematic life approach that right. yoga is. Like that's what yoga is. Yoga is a total like systematic approach to living. Right. You know, it has, I mean, I wouldn't say it has nothing to do with like the physical practice, what we see every day. Obviously right. it does, but that's not yoga. You know, that's an asana. That's an, a practice. That's like a yeah. physical practice, a part of yoga. Yoga is like a true systematic approach to how you live your day each and every day. A journey. Yeah. You know, it is. And, and like, I don't know that I, mean, I definitely didn't have that kind of conceptual understanding right. before I went. You know, yoga to me was a really good practice. It was something that, like, made me f- made me feel good physically you know, mentally, emotionally, it made me, I could tell that it like kind of affected those three right. areas, but I didn't necessarily have that scope. And, you know, of course I didn't, you know, because right. I didn't have that experience yet. But. Well, uh, my question is, do you feel like, I call it an excursion, mm-hmm. like that is necessary to actually, like from the, from the coaching standpoint, mm-hmm. like if you want to instruct people, you want to lead them on their journey um, and through the practice then do you feel like I know it's beneficial mm-hmm. but should it be almost like a prereq well even backing up from like from a coach's perspective or coaching as a like an industry but I mean if you you know like yeah. back in the day the Native Americans you know like I, th- I think this is accurate but I, it just felt like I've been exposed to like these stories of once you read a certain or reach a certain age, you're 12, 13, you, you like got to go spend a night in the woods or whatever, yeah. and you got to come back. That's you know, right. That's passage, like, yeah. yeah, right of passage. That whole kind of thing is like, to me, it's like at some point in everybody's life, there's some process waiting for you like, right. that you need to go through yourself. Um, and not that you can't have like support from people, but as far as like the answers that you're you know, if it's a soul or whatever it is, like, there's deep questions that I think each person, like, 
he wants or needs to find right. in this life, you know. And they could be different for everybody, and some of them can overlap for different people or whatever, but I think the importance is that people give themselves the time and the space to, like, look at those questions right. and try to figure out why those questions are there for them. And then once, you know, once you think you might see a path to go get some answers, like, go take go. that path. Because go. <laughs> I don't know that, I can't, I mean, I don't know that there's anything more important than that. Right. As far as like becoming an individual, you know, right. like becoming the being, you know, to me, it's like what makes an individual an individual is that each person has something like something that they can a different way of expression of right. maybe love or whatever. Like we all have different ways of expressing things, you know, mm-hmm. and the key is the way that this whole thing works, like with all these different people, is that everybody expresses things their way and as long as it happens then there's balance and there's like harmony and there's you know flow and stuff and I think it's kind of an individual responsibility or like duty to to take that upon themselves to like have the courage I guess to you know ask those questions and be okay with you know kind of open yourself up to the unknown a little bit I think that's super important for just humans in general Um, but yeah like for coaches I mean and when I say coaches, like uh, just any type of practitioner that's yeah. leading someone. And to me, I mean, that speaks probably to the fact that, like, especially in the co- coaching industry, like the fact that it's an imperfect science, like mm-hmm. exercise, things like that. Like every day there's new new material coming out. There's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and some of it's good, some of it's not good, whatever. Some of the old stuff is still really good. Some of the old stuff is really bad, you know? Like it's just this imperfect thing that everybody's trying to navigate through and I think the thing that that helps people is just having an openness and like a you know like give yourself an opportunity to go learn from somebody else yeah. you know um, and go and you know go to somebody's house and learn from them you yeah. know like if I wanted to study yoga go to India and study yoga don't you know like go to the heart of some place and get that flavor right. and then bring it back and see if you can mix it into whatever you're cooking up you know what I mean yeah. um, I guess I think yeah, I think that's super beneficial. Awesome, man. Well, we're right about at three o'clock, <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure there. I mean, I know I have more questions for you and whatnot, but like we said, it was kind of impromptu, very impromptu. Yeah. And um, we're kind of strapped for time, but um, yeah, I would love to get you back on and you know ask some of those questions. Yeah. Maybe do like a a deal where it gets some of our listeners to send in some questions that'd be awesome yeah um because i mean you know it's not just and i don't want to get on the mindfulness kick right now um but just in any type of i guess holistic practice like i'm in favor of it i think there are there's some that are more beneficial than others depending on the person and individual but um, hearing someone else's journey, you know, and and seeking out, you know, that practice or yeah. you know learning how to practice from from others, yeah. uh, it, it always interests me. So we'd love to like just pick up there when we get the opportunity this week or the next. Heck yeah, I'm here. I'm in town. <laughs> I know where to find. <laughs> just you. Let me know. No, I'll find you. Remember? Oh yeah, you found DJ. Me. Hey man, I want to come back on the podcast. You said we could. 
so yeah, I did. You said yeah, my stuff that. was interesting. Did I say that? What I, I keep complimenting people. You know, it's it's like you come in and be complimented. It's your birthday month, man. It's the month. It is giving. my birthday month. You're just giving away compliments you, all day. You actually listen. <laughs> I do listen. I'm gonna listen. <laughs> but you wanna look at my fucking Instagram. Sorry. I'll do better. Oh, drop I'll the F bomb. Oh yeah. Beep. Okay. I did Beep. better. Uh, I'm doing better. Yeah. yeah, but no, man, appreciate it, and um, yeah, we'll we'll pick up here in the future. Cool word from the laundry room. From the laundry room. <laughs>